listening to Fakeologist Audio Chat. To connect to our always-on and always-streaming audio chat, go to audiochat.fakeologist.com. This is a new and exciting way to communicate with fellow fakeologists around the globe. Each day we compress and post the day's audio into a file that can be big or small. Discover new voices and ideas that talk about media fakery like you never did before. To listen to the live stream, go to s3.fakeologist.com. Now, on with the audio chat. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is the Fakeologist speaking. It's Saturday, February, sorry, it's Sunday, February 13th, 2023. This is normally the Be Told show, but today the Velo Box went for another huge dump and had to be reset, and that threw off Rick, who didn't see his favorite bots. And if Rick isn't recording or broadcasting, then he ain't happy. So he comes in a little earlier than I do. I wasn't able to get it ready for him in time. I'm sorry, Rick. So he lost his mojo, and he's going to maybe try tomorrow. And I just te- I just uh, DM'd or direct messaged Mr. An Ounce of Salt per Day, and I think he'll be coming in shortly. We're going to pause for the cause and wait for Uncle Frank. That's frank at fakeologist.com. And Rick, of course, is rick at fakeologist.com. If you guys want to contact them, you can. Of course, now that I'm on the move, these both these guys are sending me direct messages, which are hard to read when you're flying down the highway, trying to keep your computer on wheels going. Today, in about less than 12 hours, we're going to have the great Simon Shack come on and talk about 9-11, and we're also going to have Steve Dayock which is a very interesting last name that I've never seen in my life. He was my first guest on Wake Up With Ab over almost 10 years ago. No, more than 10 years ago. Yeah, wow. More than 10 years ago. He's going to make a return appearance. He's still trying to do his 9-11 crash test as if that was relevant in today's day and age, which I don't think it is. And he's still stuck on the idea that something crashed into the towers i think i don't even know and i don't listen to my old show so i don't plan on listening to the old show although i may play it back a bit when he's on the show just for a laugh to see what our voices have morphed into over the last 10 years then no we don't use voice morphers that's just a uh just a different reference so that's going to be in about uh, 10 hours we're going to be convening simon from rome italy and steve from i have no idea where Maybe California. Frank and I do a regular show on Thursdays, but occasionally he hangs about the audio chat to see if there's any chatters. So we're going to wait for him to come in. Anyone is welcome to join in. The phone lines might work, 810-666-1984-902-400-1984. And those, that chime, I believe, is Uncle Frank. Frank, hello. Knock, knock. Uncle Frank. I thought that was um, odd. You can be an uncle, too. That's frank at fakeologist.com. Frank, how you been? You, you know, the uncles are the controllers of the um, of the Chinese society. They dub everyone in. No, didn't, never heard of that. So the, the, what, they got, what they call the, as someone an uncle in China, it's one of these, um, you know, guys about my age that, that basically tattletale and everyone that, that's not um, fulfilling their social obligations. Ah. Oh, Frank, I want to invite you to uh, try an experiment that the great Chris Skye brought up on 
one of his last videos posted on FacoTube.com where I post my favorite videos. Uh-huh. I know you're always up to date on FacoTube. Did you see that last one I put in? I haven't. I haven't actually. I haven't had time. I have watched a lot of them, but I haven't watched the Chris Guy one yet. All right, that's fine. You have to. Well, we always have to make time for FacoTube. I have put a lot of stuff up there. And one thing about everything I put up, it always has a source, almost always, if it, if I can get it right off the website. If I can't download it right from the website, then it, <laughs> excuse me, it doesn't always have a source. But automatically, FacoTube generates the source. So if you like the video, you can often click source and find out where I got it so you can explore that site. Because I'm not going to duplicate every video website on FacoTube. It already costs a pretty penny. And thanks to donors like you at fakeologist.com forward slash donate, I can keep paying for it because it's about 200 US a month. And the other thing is the more views, the more I pay. (laughs) So please don't send bots over because they could completely bankrupt me if they started streaming a million zillion. Although it is cached, I'm not sure how it would behave in that situation. So when you, now, are you, are you, you're, you're effectively inviting bots to come and arrive now, of course, with what you said there. I know. Did I, did I manifest it by saying it, as the young people always you, say? Oh, you just manifested that. You've got to wonder. You've got to wonder. All right. Are you on a computer, Frank? I'm on a computer. Affirmative. Could you go to Google, could you go to Google Flights? F-L-I-G-H-T-S. I can go to Google. Google, of Flight. course, does everything. They have a website for everything, including, including flights. Google Could you, com. Um, it's, it's obviously not.com. Well, I don't know what it is. If you just type, nobody goes to websites. They, they always go to Google first and type in search terms. I am going to pre-search as you told me to do. Oh, yeah. Google. Okay. Yeah. I've got it. All right. I'm here. I'm there. All right. Where would you like to fly to today? I would like to fly to Sandefjord. Where's that? In southern Norway. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, punch her in. Punch in the flight and okay. find out oh, what you get. Airport. Yep. Got it. Okay. Google Flights allegedly, apparently, will display how much carbon you your flight uses. Okay. Is this true? Can you see that? Um, uh, no options matching your search. Well, well first you got to find a place where you're going to go. Okay. So, <laughs> I thought okay, you already punched that in. So it's 2,000. Okay. So... Let's go for this one. So for me to get to, yes, it's correct. You talk, it's going to tell me how many kilos. Uh, how many kilos of carbon dioxide you will, I don't know if you, could you say you're using it? Because you're not using oh. it. You're creating carbon dioxide, I think is their, their joke. Peter and Pete, Peter and Pete have given us the, the way out. Or Pete and Peter. Go ahead. Because there's no carbon dioxide. It doesn't exist. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't exist. Kind of like that other invisible thing in our bodies that allegedly makes us sick that we can yeah, transmit. Very like it, no doubt. So there you go. We've 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 already resa- saved everybody from this from this thing. Thank you, Peter and Pete. You need to get Is those. That, uh, you need to get those shows. Yeah. Those shows on this show. They are good. All right. Can you drop the link in the show notes to Pete and Peter? The one about CO two. Oh yes, I suppose. I For you, anything. Tim, oh, God you know. bless. Could you create an entry in the Fakeologist forums? Maybe. And this, and um, do we know what FAC this is? Isn't isn't aren't they all triple six from now on? Triple six. <laughs> no, you've already used your you've already used up your devil show. 
You'll have to six. wait for another. Uh, well, I think you look under triple, the triple six point two, triple six point three. No, this is an FAC. We cannot give it an FAK designation because the audio quality on my end is poor. Oh, is it? Yes, it's not as good. It's not as good, Uncle Frank. Uh, let's look at the audio chat, yeah, shall we? I'm very we sad to be that you're calling me un- an uncle. I'm, I'm, I'm going to. All right, I withdraw that. I'm going to have to. Um, the have defini- to call that. Uh, so the definitive guide to the lime water test is so good. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the links to the does carbon dioxide even exist? Okay, so we're gonna create an audio, create a show note for today under uh, on the fakeologist forums, as I know you can, because you are set up for that. Yes, indeed. I do believe that is true. I open up Opera. All right, right. To overcome the difficulties associated with the... Yeah, and, and hold on one. Why am I always the bridesmaid, never the blushing bride? Where is Rick tonight? He should be there for our listeners' delight, but he's not here. Oh, what shall we do? We shall make up entrance in the forum. Okay. All right. Did you put that show note in yet? Not yet, but I've just got into the forum, so you'll have to remind me how to make a show note again. All right. There is a, uh area called audio chat somewhere. I guess they're called area. There's so many terms. There's a section that says audio chats. Psychologist forums, and I'm looking for... For the audio chats, is that right? In the, as a forum? Uh, yes, as a sub-forum or whatever the heck you want to call it. Audio chat notes, yes. Okay. All uh, right. You're going to have to create a note for this show. And what show? Yes, new, new topic. topic. This should be FAC. This should be, oh, you should be happy, 1222. FAC 1222. 1-1 one, one was a racehorse. Okay, yes, and I'm, the first note I'm putting in is a note about carbon dioxide doesn't exist. Is that doesn't right? exist. Oh, that's fantastic news. Then we can't monetize it then if it doesn't exist. It. No. Just go to court and say, that's fine. I'll accept your offer. Just prove to me the carbon dioxide exists. These guys. And, they'll, and then they'll call it judicial review, saying, which is the legal term for we just take it as being true even though we have no proof because everyone believes it well the um well i I might have i've got it slightly wrong just looking at it here it says carbon dioxide carbon dioxide co2 and natural constituent of air question mark after the break frank and ab no rick rick lost his mojo tonight i never should have sung that song you're listening to another com. Why are there so many? And we're back. This is Ab. That's Frank over there sitting in the corner in Geelong. I'm sitting in the other edge of the earth somewhere else. And it's Sunday. It's February the 13th. Lucky 13. Year of our Lord 2023. I'm with Frank. Frank and I do a show. Do we do a show Thursdays now? Is that our is that our day? My Thursday, your Friday? I thought it was. I thought it was your Wednesday, my Thursday. I, I think. I think it's more random than that. It's when you know when you can't. If someone drops out, you know, I'm the bridesmaid. No, I don't want to make you second fiddle. 
I want I want him to give you a regular slot that you can prepare for. You need a regular yeah. slot because otherwise you're less important in people's minds. So you have to come Thursday. You, Show you, up you, Thursday. You've got to create a star out of me. Is that the story? Well, you already are a star. You already already do have a website, a blog, a following, a fan base. You got it all, man. Don't undersell yourself. What do you give as a gift to the man who has everything? An ounce of salt? Antibiotics. Antibiotics. I'm trying to find the punchline in that. It's assuming you've got all sorts of diseases and things, but you don't believe Oh, you're full of bacteria. Okay, let's go back to CO2. Let's assume like the entire world is being cajoled into. So so I posted the link to the the Peter and Pete. Yeah. Uh, When I say posted, I put it in the – I've got – I haven't posted the audio chat notes yet. Yeah, you can post it. I can. I can post that now, can I? Just post it. If you want to edit it later, you can, or just reply to it. Okay, that's better. Post it up, because if you don't post it, others don't see it. And I know there's at least one person listening right now. They may want to click on it. There it is. Can you see that? You probably can't see it. because you're. I'm not looking. Yeah. I'm trying to keep this computer on four wheels in between the lines. It doesn't do it on its own just yet. My new car, our new car does. It'll keep you between the lines? Yeah. Well. Except if you take your hands off the wheel, then it says, no, you're being too naughty. Yes. Do you believe the videos that people take of drivers driving Teslas asleep behind the wheel? <laughs> That's do just, I? Do you believe I, those I, videos? I haven't seen Have you heard head. of them? No. Oh, oh yeah, it's funny. I am. Um, I, I think it is Chevy true. Chase, didn't Chevy Chase do that as a joke when he, when he had cruise control on his, on his camper van or something and the, the, the guy just went to the back of the car? I'm sure, I'm sure it's, I'm sure I just already... remember him uh look I just remember him driving waving at that pretty guy Christy Brinkley Christian Brinkley <laughs> Yep that was funny he's everyone's goofy dad Okay, okay. let's get back to Google Flights let's keep this let's okay. let's, yeah, let's, let's stay let's on track back. How many tangents can we go on in one off on one branch well, How many How many roads must a man walk down We have so much knowledge so we have so much tangential knowledge that we could easily never finish a topic. Let's just keep exactly. starting new topics all night long. <laughs> That's great. I love it. I'm loving it already. It's entertaining. All right. Where were we? It is. The banter is, is priceless. And if you like this banter, <laughs> join in or um, send in your shekels. Especially, Rachel, if you're listening and feel like joining in, we should talk about, about Tony Blair. Because we oh, didn't my God. That guy is, we that lost guy is too recorded. much. He is... He's the, he's actually the the leader of the world. Well, I hear you said yeah. By the way, if um, Rick is um, not technically advanced, but if if Craig doesn't come into this room to record, yeah, then you can summon him. He is supposed to come in automatically. He's paid extra to come in here automatically. But the problem is, he will only come in if two other entities are in the room. So if you come and record on your own and StreamerBot has gone to lunch, yeah. then Craig will not come in automatically. You have to summon him. And the way you summon him is forward slash join. That's it. Okay. You can type that into the show note related notes uh, area. Yeah, because Craig's a friend of mine. Good. So that's how it works. Rick didn't know that. So when Rick didn't see any bots, he fled the scene. Is that what happened? And now he's gone to bed. Yeah. 
which is good because he probably needs to serve some uh, lattes. Anyway, so what we found out now that if I want to go and see my family in Norway, right, which is quite extensive, I've got quite an extensive family in Norway, I would okay. use half of my annual allowance of carbon. Oh, that you've already you've already skipped ahead. Okay, how many? How much CO2 will you create with your flying farting machine? Ton. And One says, ton? And Chris says we can have two tons a year. That's what I've heard. Apparently the average, I don't know what the average person use, uses. He, I, either he said the average person or he uses, because he flies all over the place, is usually consuming or emitting 20,000 kilos, kilos, of CO2 a year, 20 metric 20 tons. Yeah. And he claims that the world demonologists want to get it down to 1.5 to 2 metric tons per year. So let's just, let's just say it's 2 to make it, the math easier. Yeah. So for you to fly round trip from where you are to Norway, you would be emitting in your uh, flying uh, farting machine. No, round trip would, would take me all right. That's just a one round night. trip would be two tons. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Whoa. Now that's fine if you're rich because if you're rich, you can go to the carbon bank or the carbon exchange and buy carbon credits on the open market for the. Now I heard they want to set it can, as so an we entry. Can now, we can now attack these people for fraud. They're selling something that doesn't exist. That's very good. Yeah. It's because all apparently happened. Al Gore. Yeah. Uh, we, all problems are being solved here tonight. This is not just a place that creates problems. We provide answers. Yeah. Well, this will be good because yeah, we can we can if there are any laws left by the time this gets going, we can uh, uh, yeah we can attack them for fraud. But Al Gore, that big fat windbag that's getting more bloated by the year. Now I'd like to say pre- at this point, I'd like to say at this point that not all the views said by some members of the panel are held by all the members of the panel here tonight. All Al, right. If you You're a fan I, of Al. I just, I just want you to know, Al, that I didn't call you a fat pig. I didn't. I didn't either. I just said he's fat. He's, he's, uh, blo- he's bloated. But he may be a very prescient soul because one of the things I think he's really been involved in is setting up a carbon exchange. Oh, you can, wow, I, he, he yeah. is prescient, isn't he? Well, yeah, he has helped bring this about. And I think he told some of his buddies early on that just sort of like a crypto, if you want to get rich, buy your carbon credits now at the low, low entry price. Yeah. And I think he is talking about $30 a kilo. Yeah. Because the uh, uh, entry price that they want to start the exchange up at for, for the regular folk, Chris is saying it's about 170 bucks a kilo. Look, it's already started in Australia. The, the, Victoria, the Australian government is already kicking this thing in. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Now, I want to rename the... Now, now Chris says we'll be given or allowed two PCAs, which are personal carbon allowance. So two kilos per year. Oh, sorry, two, two tons per year. These numbers are going to make me crazy. 2,000 kilos or two tons, metric tons per year of carbon allowance. So everyone will be granted this balance. And then you will draw down on that number 
until you're at zero, at which point, if you want to consume any carbon or emit any carbon, you will have to pay $170 per kilo, which if you do the math, which I did, and I'm not great at math, that means that your allowance that you're given every year is worth 340000 U.S. dollars per year. They give you that much value. So if you want any more, and I just, we just put up the flights because that's brand new that they are now telling you your carbon emissions for flights. But every single thing you do, eat, consume, think about will have a carbon CO2 emission value. So your steak will have a label on it, which gives the carbon emissions amount. So for instance, you might buy a steak and that by, that might have a value of 10 CO2 units. Whereas kale, which is a undigestible piece of vegetation, might be 0.01 kilos of carbon. Yeah. And when in fact, as I'm sure you know, that it's, that it's actually meat, which is, uh, has the lower carbon production. Yeah. Meat. Yeah. I, I, they must be employing every actuary in the world to make all these calculations. This is going to employ a whole country of carbon crunchers that are yeah. going to make up these numbers. It, it's it's epic. The, the workload they've created. I, I, know, I know people that have been working in this thing for years. And, oh, my God. And I just, you know, every time we talk about it, I just say, yeah, this is just fraud. You guys are just making... Uh, and news for everyone's back. That's all. It's just, but um, you know, it's just like anyone. People have got no conscience, really. They just don't care. Well, it, it's a it's a phony idea based on a phony idea based on a phony idea. And yeah. there's so many levels of fraud and fakery. It will, it could keep fakeologists busy till the end of time trying to figure out what phony rules they come up with because it's just based on nonsense. It's based on the idea that CO2 even exists. Yeah. All we know and, is that we breathe. Even, we're breathing. even after all of that, even after, if you accept all of these things, they still just completely queer the pitch with just nonsense. Yeah. It's just very frustrating. It's like, you know, windmills, the, the power, the, the CO2 to produce the windmills is probably higher than any saving. And then they're never going to produce enough power from windmills to produce the steel to make more windmills. It's going to be, it can't sustain itself. You can't produce windmills to power the grid system without using coal to support the production of the steel. It doesn't, none of it makes sense. It's just, it's it's the definition of unsustainable by their definition of the word sustainable. Yeah. It's, it's their their own lies are always disproved. By their own lies. Yeah, yeah, but they get their own lies decide. aren't even they, true they by their own decide, lies. Yeah. They get to decide that crickets don't have any carbon dioxide, but beef does. Right. They get to decide that. Yeah. Even though we know that termites that they'll probably make us eat are, are the single largest producers of, or that's claimed, the single largest producers of methane on the planet. None of this is making not any to, sense. Not to mention these bugs are probably toxic to humans. <laughs> There's some element of their bodies that if we eat them, it's toxic, most likely. That's why we don't eat them normally. Although I think Asians eat a lot of bugs, so they started it. I guess I'd eat a bug if there's nothing else to eat. Really? Um. Well, I don't know. 
I'm not in that you, situation. Do you, you really want to live that much? <laughs> yeah. The will to live is huge. Is it? You reckon? So you've already, see, we, anyway, so you've already, um, figured out that we get two tons per year as an allowance of this mythical currency. And this, this is, this is the new currency. But I would call this, this is, this is really a carbon tax. That's what, that's what it, that's how it appears right now. That's a real thing in Canada. There is this thing called a carbon tax. And right yeah. now it's really just applied to actual combustible fuels because they have, they've determined that combustible fuels, once combusted, emit CO2, which you need to pay for. So they are actually right now taking money from people based on this lie. But it's going to get so much bigger and so much more insidious, and it's going to permeate every aspect of society. I like to call it the hat tax. And what does hat stand for? Because I know Americans love acronyms. They love them. I think they make up acronyms and then try and make a name out of it. They do it backwards. But I call it the human activity tax. It shouldn't be the carbon tax. It's the human activity tax. Well, it, it's not, not, well, not going to apply to me then because I'm not a human. <laughs> All right, one moment. So while Rick is off the air, I think we should talk about um, what is happening here in Geelong, which is nothing, it's beautiful weather, everyone's okay, karaoke's been good. A couple of weeks' time, I'm going to be singing at the Geelong Country Music Festival, which is already nearly sold out. So anyone that wants to you know, see an absolutely incredible performance should fly into Geelong using their yearly allowance of... Um, Carbon credits and uh, come to the Geelong Country Music Festival. Um, it's an all expenses spared festival, I'm sure. Apparently, the most of the people coming are what we call grey nomads, following some rising young singer. So, grey nomads in are, are Australians that drive around the country in caravans after they've retired. Um, all right, you promoting music. I'm promoting my appearance in the Geelong Country Music Festival on the 25th okay. of February. Oh, well, congratulations. Good luck. Maybe Rolo can bring his caravan down to celebrate with you. Limp Biscuit. A reunion, in fact. Who knows? All right. Well, after the break, Frank and Ab. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at Fakeologist.com. Now we're back. Sunday, February 13th, 2023. And Frank, are you aware that the great Simon Shack will be on with one of my first guests from the Wake Up With Ab days later on today? No, I'm not. Tell me more. Do you remember my interview with Steve Dayock? Doc, Dake. No. D-E apostrophe. <laughs> he claims he wanted to set up a 9-11 crash test to show that planes could not survive a crash into steel. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. Well, I don't think it's happened yet. Now, he proposed this at least 12 years ago. So we're going to just have an update on his views, his opinions, his test. And we're going to have the great Simon Shack in because I think he wanted to debate him. So this will be very interesting if everybody shows up. Why does Simon Shack want to debate him? Did he he obviously would agree with that, wouldn't he? But he was, Steve wanted to bring Simon into the room because I think there's something that they disagree on, but I'm not sure. 
because I don't even remember what Steve's position on 9-11 is. I, have to, I haven't re-listened to the interview. Uh-huh. And is that is that happening right here on your... On All right your here, right now, yeah. It's going to be on the FAK platform. You're going to use proper recording equipment for their talk, but not, not for mine. Is that it? Well, yes, because of the time of day, it's nothing personal. Mm-hmm. And you do mm-hmm. get you do get recorded properly on your weekly show, which is Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying being a prima donna already. It's great. <laughs> yes, yes. Where were we? Okay, so we've sorted out the carbon. Do you, do you see this? Sorted out the carbon. It's just just yes. get proof that carbon exists. Do you see this going through in any way? Yeah. I, I, what will happen is that the people that understand how to deal with it will deal with it and won't sign any agreements. And once people, you know, it's going to be like the jab. If you agree to it, you're stuck with it. You know, don't agree. <laughs> don't agree to stuff. That's that's what I think will happen. It, it will, us old codgers that just, just tough it out and don't get jabbed and don't start paying government taxes and work out, you know, and, and start to challenge these edicts as they come up for the unlawful, unconstitutional things that they are, will be fine. One of the great bits of information that's been coming out lately is the stuff about juries. Apparently, every person is entitled to a trial by jury, and the jury not only has is uh, the you know can judge whether the person is guilty or not, but can also adjudicate on whether the law is valid. Oh, I love it. And... Um, Oh, you haven't heard about this. It's just coming out of nowhere. It's brilliant. So is this a feature of common law? This this is a this is the Constitution of England, which is embedded in the constitutions of the USA, of Australia, of New Zealand, and of Canada. All the English speaking countries have this cap this this issue, and it comes apparently from the Magna Carta. Good. And the I don't rights. think Canada. I don't think Canada is a real country. We're just a province of England. So, I mean, that's good news. Then we have direct access to that. You have direct. England. You have direct access to it in Canada. Absolutely. I think so. I think Canada is less of a country than Australia. I agree with you. Yeah, no argument for me on that. In other words, we're not actually a country. No, and, and we're you, just a subsidiary. You, you published those. Um, on Frankage the oaths of office where the Canadian oh, yeah. Prime Minister, you know, promises to keep everything secret. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he has. <laughs> well actually he blurted out something in twenty twenty that that I remember. Ridiculous, isn't it? I, I promised to lie to the <laughs> to the people that elected me. Keep these secrets from them. Yeah. But in twenty twenty he did say that this COVID is a good excuse or is the premise for a reset where we will bring in Agenda 21. He said that explicitly. He was giddy about it. And I think, I think he, he was probably authorized to say it, but maybe he wasn't supposed to say it so directly. But I guess the point is that most people have no idea what he was talking about anyway. So it went over most people's heads. So it's not really dangerous to say such things. No. Yeah, but and and they can just say you've been told, you have been told. Yeah, you've been told. And, so, and that that seems to be a legal requirement. I don't does. think it's anything about conscious or I don't think they have a conscience for saying it. I think it's just a legal requirement to announce. Well, it's, it's not I, I guess a, it's the offer, isn't it? It's the offer. It's, 
It's it's not a legal requirement. It's an offer. They're making you an offer. Yeah. Right. It's you know it's no different to the jab thing that was going on as we talked about. Yeah. You're being made an offer. Everything is a contract. Everything is an offer to contract with them. Well, well I, I I don't know if everything is or everything isn't, but in this case, it, certainly there are the, the way they're operating at at the moment is they're using the rules of equity and not common law. And so they've they've made people an offer to give up their their right to a jury, you know, a trial by jury for everything. You know, you could just bog this whole thing down for every traffic offence, everything. Right. Yeah, yeah. This is very interesting. If everyone had this knowledge, the whole system would grind to a halt. Yep. We'd need a court on every corner to adjudicate yep. all these contracts. <laughs> We'd yep. have to have a... A court at the end of our street, at the uh, city center, at the provincial center. We'd have to have courts. All they'd, There'd be more courts than gas stations. Yeah, and so what, what? the only reason we would need them is because of the plethora of new legislation they're bringing out. I mean, there, there's so much legislation, whereas biblically, there's only two rules. Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. Two simple rules. Yep. Follow the Ten Commandments. And the way you love God is to follow the Ten Commandments. Pretty simple. Yeah, simple stuff. You know, but when, when we start getting stuff about cows farting, it just gets mad. Anyway, I derailed you from something. What was it you were going to say? Oh, I'm derailed all the time. I, I have no idea what I was going to say. If you don't, if I don't say it within one second, it's gone. It's, it's a, it's a mirage in my brain now. Yeah. It's dried up. By the time I get there, there's nothing there. You know how a mirage works. Well, I, I tell you, I'm talking about mirages. The um, that um, fellow Farf, Marfa posting the um, Marfa, I like him. He posted a thing to that site. It's got it's gold. What is the name of that site now? Matrix Breakout Three. Yeah, Matrix Breakout Eight, I think is right. Yeah, that gonna, means I'm he's gonna, had quite a few channels deleted. Yeah, put a link gonna, to it in the show notes, please. Yeah, we'll do because that is Marfa. If you're listening, high five to you. That is. That website yeah. is gold. Yeah, that is really good. And that yeah, um, cool. he also posted another small YouTube channel. I thought it was his, but there is also some gold on there, one of which I lifted some of that gold onto FacoTube. So if you go to FacoTube and look at look up some recent 9-11 lie witnesses, it links to that another YouTube channel, which may or not may or may not be there by the time you get there. Yeah. I don't know if... Now that a lot of the money is evaporating from the tech sector again, as it does cyclically, I'm wondering if the 10,000 troll army that policed YouTube has disappeared because there's a lot of manpower involved in deleting channels. It's not all AI. It's not all automatic. So I'm wondering if all these people are just out. What do you mean by out? As in fired, as in they can't be afforded anymore, so they're gone. They don't exist. They're not under employee anymore of Alphabet yeah. slash Google. Right. Because all the t- all the money, a lot of the stolen funds in the name of COVID are evaporating right now or have evaporated. Yep. Out of tech especially. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I'm right about that, but. I've, I've always tried to do jobs that I understood what, what they were about. Yeah. Because now I think the party has been over at Twitter for a while because I don't think Twitter ever made money. And I think if Elon or whoever he is or represents really did take it over, they're starting to charge people actual money for using it. 
which will probably disperse a large percentage of the Twitter sphere. Because once you ask people to pay anything, they just go away. They just disperse. Like, if I asked everyone to pay a dollar a year for fakeologists, 90% would just vanish. Even a dollar would be too much. They'll just go on to the next free thing. Because Twitter was really just the, um, you know, the old equivalent of the of Speaker's Corner, wasn't it? I mean, and if you, if they, it's no just more, a website, it's no more advanced than Fakeologist. It's a website. Yeah, but well, but it was still it was still Speaker's Corner. And if they if you've got to pay and you, you can't just go and speak anymore, then it's everything about it is gone, isn't it? Well, it became busy because so many people wanted came to speak. To it. But it, it's no different from a restaurant or a public square. If you close the square or close the restaurant, the people are still there, but they just don't go there anymore. So they're they're trying to make money now, or they've, they're tired of losing money because it does cost money to maintain a website. They do measure traffic, and someone has to pay at some point. There's no way they ever made money. But, but so now they're charging. So yeah, It's not the CIA that's been making the money. That's been... Pardon me, they've obviously got all the, I think, yeah. we, I think we can just say that the government's got all the data it needs or whoever it is, you know, to simulate the population and they don't need any more. That's all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about data. You're right. Well, so now they're going to try and charge money. They're already, um, charging for its API, which means that a lot of the fakeologist stuff that automatically goes to Twitter, um, it's going to be capped. It's already capped. They're only allowing so many tweets automated per month. And um, it won't affect me right away, but any big tweeters are going to have to start paying 100 bucks a month. A big so I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not a big tweeter. I don't need Twitter. Um, I do enjoy it just for the sheer number of different voices. So many people on there. But overall, I don't need it. I have, a, I have my own website. I have my own Twitter-like blog called shorts.fakeologist.com. I don't really use it that much, but the only reason I have it there mainly is because back in the old days, search engines could find it. So if I put a few words there that Google measured or recorded, then you could find it. Whereas I don't think Google searches Twitter anymore. They used to. For about half a year, they used to. You used to be able to search Twitter using Google, but they stopped that, which I lament because I use that service a lot. So now if you want to search Twitter, you got to go onto their website to search it. They don't allow anyone to come in and search them. They put up a wall. Build the wall. The wall. We've hit the wall. Like like a 32-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm meandering all over the place. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. mind. No, no, it's much more like the show. It's hard to focus in the with so much information out there. It's more you gentle ramble through the world of whatever's going on. But it's um you know, there are just little traps being set up everywhere for people. I you know, I think as I said, I think there's a lot of benefit in picking up the idea of the you know, these frameworks about how they're going about these all this legislation and these um things. They are offers. They are definitely offers. They're not inevitable. Yeah, the contract offers are abound. They're everywhere. And we have to learn. I have to understand that. And you, you've, uh, you've done some work to understanding that, which is very, very good. And you're sharing it here, and we're trying to understand it from you. Well, I mean, yeah, but I don't – I wouldn't take it from me. I mean, I am very much a novice, a dilettante. 
but the people that can help you are around that can help us are around yeah and um i'll list all those in the in the notes all right just uh i'll keep another moment you can talk about your art my art yes so obviously it's going to be the um the art that i was referring to of course is the geelong country and western or the country music festival which is taking place on the 24th 25th and 26th of february um at the white eagle house in geelong it's going to be um you know possibly a unique grassroots type festival with some very good musicians the woman that's organizing it his name's kento she is from a long long line of geelong musicians for her great grandparents were well-known local musicians and her grandparents and parents big in the music the local music scene and uh, she and her husband are the last remnant of that grand old tradition that was in Geelong for many many years so hopefully people can come along and support it and be a lot of um, fun for everybody I think and it's on three days you can get a three-day pass I think for $60 and I am going to be singing on the Two o'clock on the Saturday, which is the 25th. I think if I've got all these dates right. After the break, the Geelong Country and Western Show. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. This is Professor Jim Fetzer here, and you're listening to Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. That was great. Always one of my favorite uninstall media. That's uninstall media. Whatever his real name is, I don't even know. Wasn't that amazing? We that might have to get Jim Fetzer on before he uh, before he dies. He's getting up there. He's shaking away with uh, Parkinson's vaccine damage. So maybe we should get him on just as a tribute. Because I did consume many of his audios, even if they were completely off base and off track. But he had quite a few great guests, many just once. Some of them were really wacky, but it was entertaining. I think the real deal. Yeah. I should get him on. He does a broadcast a million times a day, but he just... Uh, does he really? Yeah, he does. He's still going. He's got. He's always got a show going of some description. So where did he can't get stop talking? How, how, can he, how can someone have so much to talk about? Well, these events, and I could talk about the day's events too, because they give us so many stories to distract us. They, It's a never-ending stream, you know that. But when does he go? Never ending. When when does he go windsurfing? When does he, when does he go to karaoke? What's going on? He doesn't. He's like me. He's just sort of one track. Does a couple things and very one unidimensional, very unbalanced life. Not everyone is as complete as you are. Oh. He he sits in that chair in his basement in Madison, Wisconsin, and just churns out the the drivel. Oh, so he's not in it's a awesome. big KXY studio or something. No, no, he's one of these, uh, he's always had bad audio, cause, and he finally bought a mic, but he doesn't put it near his mouth, so it barely works, but it's, it's just funny. It's this big phallus that sits in the corner that he bellows into. That's so good, that was such a good impersonation. Yeah, yeah, come back on install if you'd like. He's better than, come, uh, come on, but anyway. Ab and I are dying here. We, you know, it's the usual thing. We're online. We're dying. We haven't got the star of the show. We, we, we're Sorry, unfocused. We, you know, we've. No. We, it's 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 a tragedy that we're waiting. No, I want. 
I only wanted to say one thing. I only wanted to talk about the PCAs, the personal carbon allowance. That was my main thing. I called my um my father up about it, and he thinks I'm already a lunatic. <laughs> but I made him go look up the flights, like I made you do it. Yeah. And uh, just to give him a feel, because that that's a real great example of how fast you're going to use up your carbon allowance, and or how impossible it will be to fly. Which was always the name of the game. They just don't want people moving around and figuring out what's going on out there. They keep everyone in their prison cell. It's really going to limit people's ability to grow and learn. And um, keep in touch with their Norwegian relatives. So I'll, I'll, yeah. have, to go move, I'll have to go and move back to um, Europe now. In yeah, I, don't think you'd, uh, I don't think you'd recognize the place. Well, well that, that would be true because I don't... I've hardly ever been there, so. But yeah, that this this car this carbon scam, this eight trillion dollar a year scam that that that's the value. I I think that that's an awesome number because a trillion most people have no there's just no way to get a feel for what a trillion is. And if you have eight trillion, that seems like all the money in the world every year will have to be spent on this this phony. But what but what does that mean? System. When you say it's got to be spent and it's money and stuff, it doesn't. All, all it means is is that people are doing useless things. That's all it means. They're doing unnecessary things to to um, you know to what what would you call it? What, what 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 is it that they're trying to do to have a lesser life? They're doing all these unnecessary things. It's just a whole yeah. bunch of stuff. You know, it's it's like the phantom toll booth. Just the, your whole life is being wasted away by people giving you a spoon to dig a tunnel with. Yeah, that's true. That that really is true. I mean, most of us feel that way. At the by the end, they think, "What did I just do? What what am I doing? What am I doing? And why am I doing it? What am, yeah, like, what have really... I done? What am I doing? What am I going to do? It's all completely useless. Completely useless. And that's why you know I like doing what I'm doing now because like at least I get to make some salt and people like it and you know it's good. But um. Yeah, I, I learned early I'm not, on. I'm not, I'm not making salt. I'm what am I doing? Refining and mining salt, I suppose. Yeah, I I learned early on that the meaning of life is reproduction. That's it. There's nothing else to it. It's just to reproduce. That's why we're here. And well, if you I've don't learned, do that, then you... I've learned later on that the meaning of life is to serve God. Yeah. Ultimately, that might be the goal. Yeah. But uh, but just physically, it's just to reproduce. And if you don't do that, then you miss the whole point. Well, I was with my granddaughter. I, I was actually I was babysitting my granddaughter. Oh, that's nice. This weekend, for the first time ever, just me and my granddaughter. It was really great. And um, how's her health? Has she been uh, subjected to the lethal shot, she, the clot she, shot? She, yeah, she's been given all that. No, no indication of any problems. Oh, so she had all her childhood. Injections plus this new novel emergency almost, use authorization. Almost certainly, I would say. That's sad. Yeah. Young, young you ever? Are not, um, not very rebellious, though, are they? No, they catch they catch young people early. They neutralize them really early. Do you ever look at people and check out the symmetry of their face to see if there's any crookedness? I, I think there is. I have done that, and I think there is. Mm-hmm. And I think Did you look at her face. And see if there's any microparalysis. Can't see anything. I don't do that. Oh, that's I, good. I, I, must, I must admit, I don't do that. I probably mm-hmm. because I don't want to know. Yeah, 
I think I that Forrest Moretti guy was just right on the money with that set of yeah. observations on crooked. I think that's I think that's correct. Well, what's happened to him? You haven't you haven't you fallen out of love with him? Well, I haven't seen anything from him. I um, don't know what he's doing. Ah. I, I get I get distracted easily. I went through his whole library. I really enjoyed it. He's a great speaker. He didn't want to talk to me. He doesn't really do interviews that I can find. So now I've I've switched allegiances and alliances, and I've moved on to uh, the great Cindy Niles. And I am in contact with Cindy. Uh-huh. And I I was going to have her on um, next Thursday, but then I looked at my calendar, and I saw you were there for your weekly show. So I, I no, booked no, you, her for... You can bump me for that, no problem. Oh, can I? Of course okay. you can. You do that. Well, I, I moved her... I booked her for a week, week Monday, because this coming up Monday, we're going to have the great Mr. E on. I always love talking to Mark. We could talk about, we could talk about the price of tea in China, and it would be interesting. <laughs> and I know he's in Thailand, and I know Thailand allegedly has a princess that was um, vaccine damaged. I, like, I don't know if any of these stories are true. Let me just preface that. But that's the story, and they're going to go after Pfizer and... It's probably just part of another dialectic, but it's all we got. We don't have any other way to navigate this world other than the lies and the stories we're told. So we'll we'll talk about that probably. I've I've had further confirmation that the only up-to-date figures on mortality in the world are from Victoria. What? You guys are the only one counting dead people in the whole world? That's how it's looking. I posted a uh, video from Dr. John. How did you guys – and? You guys were the center, the epicenter of this whole thing, and you yeah. guys are the only ones actually telling the truth or what we yeah. what we deem to be the truth. This is craziness. Uh, hold crazy. on, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that tiger. Hold that tiger. Hold that tiger rag. So, Rick, I'm hoping that you're going to take mercy on us sooner or later and just slide into the um, into the chat in a very nonchalant way, nonchalant. Um, because as you can hear, Ab and I are just—we're dying, really. This—it's—it's it's cruel. It's cruel to the listeners for them to hear this. I um—I just don't think there's any fairness on doing this to people. But what I will do is post into the notes the discussion by Dr. John Campbell on the statistic, um, his latest video, and really he is just really condemning the lack of statistical data. I think it's a very interesting um, video I would recommend watching. And this fellow, Dr. John Campbell, seems to have done a complete turnaround in his thinking during all this, except that he still thinks that uh, there really is a virus. But otherwise, I know it's pretty, you know, I, I find his presentations very good. And he's stayed up on YouTube, so that makes him suspicious. Are we talking about John Campbell? Yeah. Yeah, anyone that talks about a virus um, this being real, um, my favorite understanding of what viruses are is that it's just a continuation of the idea about demons and demonology. That's how that's how people hundreds of years ago figured that others got sick at the same time. They figured that when you were sick, you were possessed with a demon. My problem is I think that's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, okay, but it's it's more of a belief. There's absolutely no proof or evidence. But, yeah, you get a demon – and then you pass the demon to the next person that's near you. I'm going to go with it. it's more of a model than a than a belief. And the okay. and the model has has a remedy 
try it. Try the remedy. God. Well, to to say the Lord's prayer. Apparently, that's the remedy. So you know. But vi- but virus is an extension of demonology. I could I what? I would be more comfortable if they just said you've caught a demon. It's more. It's just more honest. Well, I I think COVID is Divock backwards, isn't it? What is it backwards? Divock, which is one of the one of the demons. Oh, is that right? Divock is a demon. Oh, that's neat. Everything's written in reverse. Now, just hold, bear with me while I get myself a glass of fabulous red wine. All right. Uh oh. <laughs> I'll be told. Time. You've got to keep talking. Well, theoretically, yeah, the yeah. silences are removed. Oh, yeah, but not to the not to the poor suffering live listener. Did you like that sound effect of the wine bottle opening? Are we I didn't hear sound? it. All I heard is you, all I heard is you echoing away as you walked away from your very substantial microphone. Uh, recommended by <laughs> Marcus Allen in 2014. So it's lasted nearly 10 years now. Oh, yeah. Marcus never showed up for our show, did he? No, we we had high hopes. You you had great expectations. I had zero I'll... expectations. <laughs> <laughs> I have no expectations at all. Oh, we actually have a few listeners tonight. We have two in the UK yeah. and one in Bondi, Australia. Yeah. Where's Could Bondi? Is that a beach? Yeah, it's it's a very famous beach. It could, Bondi it could Beach be, is a TV show. It could be my cousin. And there's a and there's another unspecified listener in Australia. It doesn't narrow it down to any other um, location in Australia. And how do you know it's not me? Well, because I don't think you can listen and talk at the same time. Well, that's what I can't. We proved that, didn't I? I couldn't work Actually, out. Actually, could be on. you. How? Well, no, you could have the stream on but muted. Because maybe no. you go to the stream just to see if it's working. No, I haven't. That that could be. No, I haven't. There's nobody in Canada listening right now because nobody in Canada gives a crap about this show. It's pretty early in the morning, isn't it? It is early, but that is true. That that's actually the that's the truth of the matter. People are um, not up early in the morning. Sunday must be the least active morning of the week, I would think. Yeah, I mean this this and time well. For Australians and for for Europeans. Yeah, that's true. That that's it, that's actually probably the, the real reason. Your uh, friend Sanity in Sweden has been putting out some very good videos though lately. Have you been listening to him still? Yeah, I still do. I w- if he's listening now, which I doubt. I wish he'd put his stuff on Odyssey because Odyssey, I'm able to pull the uh, videos automatically, and I don't right. have to go. I have to I have to click a few things to find him. I get an email from Rumble because Rumble emails. And then, um, so I click on that and then it goes to Rumble and Rumble takes forever to play on my phone. I don't think they have enough server capacity. I do like him. He's, he's not a fakeologist. I just watch him on YouTube. Yeah, but he was knocked off YouTube for a couple of weeks. Was he? Well, he's back there now. So I, I don't, I, I can't keep up with the, um, on and off. So I just stick to one platform that works, Rumble. Well, there you go. He, he was on a show with a comedian named Alistair something, who I didn't think was funny. And uh, he said it was a great show. I listened to it. It wasn't a great show. But um, I did spend time. Let me tell you who else I'm listening to. And that is um, Clint Richardson. That guy, he says he was a former sound designer, editor for for movies or video games. I can't remember which. But he is the lead, I think he's the world's leading expert in Corporation Nation. Actually, yes. that's his website, Corporation Nation. That guy is really good. And I listened to a talk, as you would say, T-O-K, a talk, talk from yeah. 2013. And I put it on Faco too. Was that good? 
And he was just explaining how even doctors, because of the setup of the profit hospital that most of them are in, they don't have to honor the Hippocratic Oath. They're not actual doctors. I just, things like that just blow my mind. Yeah. Now, if you go into a not-for-profit not hospital, that's different. Just the difference between profit and not, I, just, I don't understand it, but I can listen to that all day because I know we are in such a matrix that they've built up that keeps them completely safe from any kind of prosecution. Blows my mind. After the break. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Hey, we're so back going back, Sunday. So going back about the hospital thing that you're talking about, the, the issue is that people are not listening to the offer that's being put to them properly. It's no different to what went on with the jab, is it, where... People were told that it was poison. People were told that it was dangerous, that it was experimental, and that you had to sign a, this, a, um, a release form to get it. And, in fact, our Premier specifically said <coughs> to, to people on, on, on Victorian television, so go online and fill out the forms to... Um, to uh, Indemnify. Yeah. And, um, and then, you know, go on and take this experimental jab. And everyone, even though they were being told fully that the thing was poisonous. You know, it's it's going to kill you, but take it, basically, is what we were told. Yeah. And people did it. And that's really what's happening in hospitals, isn't it? Those The forms that you sign to go into a, into a for-profit hospital are crazy. You, you should No one would sign those contracts in their right mind. Yeah. Yeah. They probably said, listen, we'll try and help you, but if we end up killing you, you have no recourse. <laughs> no. Yes, madness. It's kind of like the Good Samaritan Act. That's an act that says if you try honestly to help somebody and you end up killing them, you can't be charged. Did you know that? I've heard about it, yeah. Like if, if, if somebody was at the side of the road, maybe thrown out of their car from a car crash, and I tried to help them and I ended up killing them, maybe by moving them and then paralyzing them because they were already broken, I can't be charged because I was trying to help. And do you think that's unreasonable? I, I, no, I think it's a good thing, but I think that the hospital system has got similar similar uh, corporate policies in place. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, yeah, as I said, I've become more and more puzzled by people's willingness to to continue to not, how can I say it? Well, there is a very famous, the hospitals. There, there is they a very, they submit. Yeah. There's a, there's a very famous experiment where, they have a, a room full of people and they ask a man to go in there and participate in this um, in this um, debate that's going on where, the, where anyway, they, all the, everyone in the class is saying that 2 plus 2 equals 5 and the, the guy, you know, the subject is initially puzzled by it but then, you know, within 15 minutes he's agreeing or raising his hand to, to accept that 2 and 2 equals 5. Yeah, that's that's a social proof experiment. I don't know if that's a real experiment, by the way. I've heard that most of these so-called experiments are all staged events as well. So, well the only, the uh, only not, thing I can say yeah. about that, Ab, is that I think we're seeing that particular one play out 
every day. Well, yeah. I think social proof and social peer pressure is real. I'm sure it's real. You know, I, d- I don't see That's how anyone people. could deny that after what's happened in the last three years. Yeah, but there's a ton of coercion as well to go with it. Repetition, yeah, so coercion. They've used everything. They've used everything in the book in this case. We've never seen this before in our lifetimes anyway. No. But and that's so Clint Richardson. Very good stuff. He's going to come on the show too. I have so many guests lined up. It's crazy. I, I really had to watch the calendar now. That's why I've left my calendar blank because if I put a pre-show in and I accidentally edit the pre-show, recurring pre-show, it deletes all the dates. So I, I've decided I'm going to leave the calendar blank and only manually put in guests as I go because otherwise I have the risk of accidentally deleting them with yeah. Google Calendar. So um, you'll see that I'm populating it with shows. Well, that's great. Now, and it's all free. Everyone should. It's on a, it's, it's all on, free, it's yeah. A, it's value a, for value. Value for ma- value um, system. And you can yeah, uh, if you, you can use Bitcoin, you can use cash. Yeah, epic. Or you can use, yeah. Or you can send him a cabbage. Yeah. Kale, Kale I think, is particularly your favorite, you were saying. Yeah, it has low carbon emissions. Yeah, Kale. I, uh, I'm on the road tonight, and I don't like one of the dangers of driving between 3 and 6 a.m., is you get the racers, they come out because the highways are so empty. And the guy just went by me. He probably was doing, I would say, 220, and I'm doing 100. What and you get 20 missions. Oh, my God. One thing for sure, when so when you're going that fast, the emissions don't work because you can smell the um, almost raw fuel. But the guy went by me so fast, he, he almost sucked me into his lane. His after draft was so strong that... I, my car was being sucked into his vortex. Yeah. So that's, it's really dangerous time. I noticed as soon as the roads are dry, they're dry tonight. Uh, the young, the young people come out. And in Canada, they're all young, um, Punjabis. Yeah, same here. Like, I, I did a survey when I was oh, driving oh, down oh, the road. It, it, yeah. If I could see in the car, which most of them have illegally blackened out windows, even windshields are blacked out. It's totally illegal. But they don't enforce laws anymore. And but when I can't see in a car, I only see brown people now. I if I see a white person, it's like seeing a ghost. That's where I live. And, and how do you how do you feel about that? I feel sad because that means that. Um, so you don't you don't feel multicultural. I, it just tells me that white people have been convinced that reproducing is is no good. So I feel bad about that. Really bad about it. Mm. Yeah, it's, um, it's the way it is. And that's really what the transgender agenda is all about. And Chris Sky did mention that. I left that part in that video. He had a 15-minute rant that was really, really good. And he did leave, I did leave that part in because he's also really against the whole transgender, really, really offended by it going into the schools and talking that kind of sexuality to three, four-year-olds. And um, he did mention something interesting that I, he always says something I never really thought about or heard of. And he says that once they create a gender confused human being, they become really good customers of the pharmaceutical industry because I'd say once I create a human being, they've done that. You're, you're a man. Yeah. (laughs) You're not a human being. Oh, no, I agree. 
they get you early. They get you addicted and poisoned and chronic early, but they especially like creating these these confused young people because they but need they want, constant pharmaceuticals. Give me my human rights, which is a sub they sub be, subhuman. Crazy. But they become dependent on the state because they can't afford these drugs on their own, so they have to be state sponsored. So they're dependent on the state, so they'll do whatever the state suggests. And it also sterilizes them, and they become an evolutionary cul-de-sac. Their lineage stops with them because they will not reproduce, which is what they want. They want drones that just do repetitive work. And I know some people think that that's why they've created autistic people, because autistic people are like robots as well. They can do repetitive tasks for low wages without questioning forever. <laughs> so that's another. But that, I don't even think another. they need they need them for any tasks at the moment, do they? Well, that's just it. That's why they're probably, they can get the numbers. They can bring the population of the world right down because they don't need people. They're just automating everything. Yeah. In 20 years, I think Obama said 20 years ago or 10 years ago, then 20 years that 80% of the jobs that we have now will be, we automated or gone, just just poof, gone. And he told us that electricity was going to be really, really expensive. Under my plan, electricity is going to be really expensive. He told you. Yeah, I don't remember that. You don't remember but... that? Oh, I better put that. I better find no. that. Obama, Obama, under my plan, electricity is really expensive. I can't believe you haven't seen. And that. what was the context of that statement? <laughs> he was just telling you that he's going to. Stop everybody from using energy. Yeah, he's just going to make life miserable for everybody. He just told everyone straight up. Washington Post, November the first, two thousand and eight. Hard to believe, but uh, when he did before he got in, no, yeah, is that when he got in? He was in then, wasn't he? Wasn't he the president for? He was the no, president. No, that would two thousand eight, the election year. So November first would be a few days before he won. So he was candidate Obama. On November first, two thousand eight. When was when was Obama president? No, the election was two thousand eight. He won, and then he starts in two thousand nine, following January. Oh, you're right. Sworn in on the twentieth. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, so this is a bit of a campaign promise. So this was in um, hard to believe, but the headline of this post captures Barack Obama's own words describing one of the direct effects of his proposed energy policy on consumers: skyrocketing costs for electricity. The statement came in January this year in an interview with the San Francisco Chronicle. In the same interview, Obama also promised that anybody who builds a new coal-fired power plant to generate additional electricity to meet growing consumer demand will be bankrupted by his energy policy. Here's the key. (laughs) You know, when I was asked earlier about the issue of coal, uh, you know, under my plan of cap-and-trade system, electricity rates will necessarily skyrocket even regardless of what I say about whether coal is good or bad, because I'm capping greenhouse gases, coal power plants, you know, natural gas, you name it, whatever the plants are, whatever the industry are, was, are, they would have to retrofit their operations. That will cost money, and that they will pass that on to consumers. Wow. That's the that's the Al Gore plan right there. You were Hold told. Hold that thought. Okay. You were told the offer was made. Hold on a sec. So now we're waiting for um, Rachel to um, be tempted to come and talk to us about Tony Blair, who, um, as far as I can tell, is the ruler of the world, quite uh, possibly the most mischievous 
man on the planet or on the plain tee. And um, actually, a lot of Tony Blair's shenanigans are talked about by a fellow called Academic Agent, and uh, I think people will enjoy listening to the Academic Agent talks. I'll post a link to his YouTube chats. He is a um, very interesting fellow. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call him a fakeologist, but he's he's quite astute on um, what goes on in the world. A very interesting viewpoint. He has chats with various people. <laughs> but he really does a great job talking about Tony Blair <laughs> and his total domination of, of um, UK politics even now and how he's he's still effectively the kingmaker. Yeah, Tony Blair's a demon. Okay, so we got the Obama thing. That was really good. I like that. You can put a show note in if you want. Although anyone can, I guess, just... While you're at it, yeah. could you look up a New York Times article from after Justine Trudeau was um, appointed prime minister where he said I, I... that Canada, Canada is going to be the first post-nation state there is no Canadian identity. That was another uh, revelation that most people missed. You know, it was only a text interview. There's no video. Right. But it's another one of these um, revelations that uh, most people didn't didn't notice. Now, why is that important? Well, because they're wiping Canada off the map because it's going to be a globalist ward. There already is a ward of the king anyway, but... Because the king is in charge of the, um, what is it, the World Wildlife Fund or Earth Worship, he is easily going to just give his uh, country of or his province or his state of Canada over to the globalists, which I guess he's sort of the main one anyway. Okay, so give me, that, the, give me those search terms again, Trudeau. Post-Nation State, New York Times. That was from September, I think it was September 20, September 2015. So it's already eight years ago. Okay. I think I have it. Since we're, since you're digging up things world leaders say that most people didn't pay attention to. Yeah. And I got one more thing for you to, I want, I want you to look up one more thing in contrast to what Obama said. Yeah. Did you find the Trudeau thing? I have, yeah. So that's going in, yeah. Do you have the exact quote? Oh, no, it's a, it's an article. Um, it's quite a glossy-looking article in here, by the way. I'm saying I've reached my limit of articles, so what's going on there? Oh, right. That's on the New York Times site. you got to pay for that damn site. I haven't even looked at the... Uh, After the break. LSD 33. I'm Rachel. Conoco. Original stimulus. Robbie Parker. This is O'Hallahan. You're listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. Yeah, I guess you have to read a quote of the article to figure it out. Can I just randomly talk about the things that when I closed the New York Times thing that, that popped up, the topics that popped up on the New York Times magazine? The paradox of presumed. Prosecuting domestic terrorism. Breast and eggs made her a female icon. She has other ambitions. My husband won't help pay for my kid's tuition. Should I divorce him? <laughs> wow. wow. Story of I'm, our I'm time. Guess, I'm, I'm guessing the husband won't help pay because they're not his kids. Should I look? I won't be able to. And that's under, that, yeah, that's no. under the, under the, that's an ethical question. That's, that's a question. That's obviously the new Dorothy Dixer is about ethics. Yeah. My Here's one more search. Go on. Yeah. Here's one more search term about electricity. 
Could you type in Sir Adam Beck and provide electricity at cost? He was the um, he's the one that developed Niagara Falls. And I'm just I want to point out that there was a time when electricity was pretty much free as it should be. Those were the days, my friend. We thought they'd never end. That was a that was a hundred years ago. So are we going forwards or backwards? What do you? Yeah, we I, know. I'm not a big fan of change, App. Let me tell you that. No, I don't. You know my those wife guys who says, you know, you 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 people hate change. I hate change. Electricity at cost. Electricity makes life easier. Yeah, he. There was a quote that's actually engraved in a. I think he's. Um, I think he has a uh, obelisk in the middle of downtown Toronto with um, an engraving, engravement, an engraving of that of that text into the block underneath the obelisk. I don't think he's buried downtown, but they put up a uh, Masonic Freemason symbol for him. Did you find it? Uh, yeah, I've already posted it, I think. What does it say? So Adam Beck, manufacturer, politician, power authority commissioner, Born at Baden, Canada, 20th, 20th of June, 1857. Died in London, Ontario in 1925. Feared and revered as an empire builder. Beck dominated Ontario politics for a generation as he built and expanded the Hydroelectric Power Commission of Ontario into the largest publicly owned power authority in the world. Son of a German Lutheran foundryman and Miller Beck made his name as a manufacturer of cigar boxes. Outstanding athlete, mayor and MPP in London. As mayor, he led a movement of Ontario municipalities and boards to trade to get cheap electric power from Niagara Falls, etc. Okay. Yeah. Is the quote, though, electricity at cost in there? I haven't seen it. Oh, yes, it is. It is. Power at cost. But through Beck's aggressive promotion of power at cost, thousands of new industrial, retail and household customers soon were gained. By charging initial low rates to induce a large demand, then building a huge, efficient generating stations, his low cost permitted further rate reductions. Beck rapidly expanded his system and drove most private competitors out of business. Yeah, he also, I thought that was also, really interesting. He also browbeat balky municipalities, tyrannized local provincial governments with his powerful following and abused his regulatory authority to hamper private rivals. <laughs> it sounds like they don't, they don't like the fact that he was providing electricity at cost. Yeah, I just thought that was a really interesting... Um contrast to your quote which was oh, obama well, from barack obama yeah he wanted to make electricity unaffordable yeah these guys are just such misanthropes but look it's it, again it's like everything the japanese from 1900 to 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 about now were were given all the secrets of long life you know good food plenty of salt and they've all had you know they've, and the japan has been the manufacturing center up until the last 20 years. Now, whoever runs the world is finished with the Japanese and he's just shutting them off and down. Same, well, same, same happening in the USA, same happening in Australia. We, we are here as a mine. We're not here to be a manufacturing place. Yeah it's, yeah. it's a place to get iron ore and coal and wool and some beef. I think what happens is when they spread the wealth and too many people are too comfortable or have too much money, they shut it down. Because it's not good for business. You know, my view is it's strictly because Satan hates us, that's all. <laughs> yeah, that's on a yeah. uh, meta view, but 
just on, when it comes down to details, when the workforce gets too rich, they don't want to do the job, and um, the business has to move to a place of cheap labor so they can continue the the building up of the workforce until they get too rich, and then they have to flush it down the toilet and start somewhere else. The, the, the expensive labor, cheap labor, it's a total furphy, and Labor is okay. a tiny proportion of, co- of the of the cost. You know, of the overall revenue that companies receive, labor is a tiny proportion. You know, I always thought it was the biggest cost for most companies. Un- unlikely. You know, people are very, you know, with the machines that they have, they're very productive. You know, they're not doing things by hand. People that work for a company are operating machines. It's like it's like our company. We very few of, very few of us can produce, you know, a lot of revenue because we have machines doing this stuff all the time. You know the, the productivity. I mean, if you look, if you, if any person listening to this looks around their home, house, and their home, and see how much stuff they've accumulated. I mean, I don't even know what I use. Have have all this stuff for? Have you ever wondered that why you've got all this stuff in your house? Well, I'm deconstructing my mother-in-law's place, and actually, and she's had a, a lot, lot of life. Lot like of I, stuff. I mean, she's lived through yeah, the there's wealthiest a lot of, part of lot Canada, of stuff. and and the wealthiest yeah. part of Canada's time. So she would just have stuff. Oh, and she was a uh, a clipper too, a newspaper clipper. Right. Found um, I found a front page when they landed on the moon allegedly, and unfortunately that I took a picture of the newspaper because it disintegrated as soon as I picked it up. But it's you, not a story not, that I even. You're not telling you know. me you don't believe in the moon landing. Even even when she was recounting the story, she didn't even know they were trying to go there so it was sort of a surprise to her <laughs> most people weren't paying attention back then believe it or not can you believe that most people didn't pay attention to the news so when that story came out it was it was more oh okay yeah you went to the moon okay what else have you done this week <laughs> i don't know if it was a big deal and, and i don't think anyone doubted you could i mean it wasn't a big deal because people were so full of hubris then they thought oh yeah of course we can go to the moon we're we're amazing you know, look yeah. at all these cars we have and trains and boats and planes. Yeah. You, you know, to going to the moon was, you know, I kind of remember thinking, oh, yeah, it's just another thing you do. Yeah. It's an extension of the airplane. We just kept flying and we landed on the moon. We didn't stop. Yeah. Such an optimistic time. However, no wonder yeah. everyone hankers for it. Hank, yeah, the hankers prob- for uh, the past. The only problem, you know, this, you know, the thing on the Matrix where, um, where the guy says, "Oh, you can take the you can take the reality pill and have a miserable life, or you can or you can just go back to sleep and the steak tastes really good." You know that bit, right? Do the you know blue the pill, pill the red pill. You, you, well, you know I don't really, I don't really remember the movie too well. I don't even know I, if I saw the whole thing or was awake. Yeah. Well, anyway, the only problem with 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 keeping the <laughs> the only problem with the argument now is the is the uh, sticking with the with the meta script. Is causes so much misery. What you know, you're better off taking the, the the red pill now, aren't you? They've completely reversed the situation now. Yeah. You know, I I personally am much happier, and you know, find life much more enjoyable than most of the people that I meet that are worried about bombs and what's going on and in, in um, the next virus. Yeah. Yeah, the next virus, or worried about what's what's going on in the Ukraine or something. They're terrified Ukraine, of yeah. all these things, and you know, the next new the well, there's going to be a nuclear conflagration. Try saying that three times. Right. And, and you know, there is no point. There's no 
value yeah. in having the blue pill anymore. The blue pill is the poison pill now. That's yeah, reality that's sucks. Well, no, reality's great. It's the... Their reality sucks. After the break, hold on a sec. Oh, I didn't hear any break. So I don't think there is a break. So if there are any caller inners, we would be very happy to hear from Cool Card Ken, for example. Must be about time to join in. Marfa would be a particular person I'd like to hear from. Rachel, of course, hoping to talk about Tony Blair. But um, anyone listening can join in. I, I probably should give the numbers. The numbers are... Mm, the numbers, the numbers are by heart by now. So while we're waiting for you to find the numbers... Okay, you can call in from the USA on 810-666-1984 or into Canada 902-400-1984. Call in and follow the in-call instructions. Join the auto chat. Leave a voicemail. But certainly pop in. I'll just be sitting here sipping my wine waiting for pearls of wisdom. One of the things that will come out of this broadcast, of course, is the discovery that Rick <laughs> is a treasure trove. Oh, um, we only have three people listening now. Rick, Two so UKs. We, we lost an Australian. We just murdered the Bondi audience. Beach. Bondi left. We bored yeah. Bondi to tears. So, yeah, just, it, I, I'm not surprised. It must have been a grinding hell for him, listening to his cousin. Oh, uh, Oh, let's see. We've talked about Clint. So Clint Richardson might come on the show. I don't even know where to start with that guy. He knows so much. I, I don't even know what I'd talk about. could probably just press play and he would go on for an hour and the show would be over. Well, I'd, I'd like to hear him talk about, you know, he's, he's a constitutional dude, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He knows, yeah. So, he knows so a lot is, about a lot. Yeah, so what is what is our way out of all this stuff? Uh-huh. That's that's what I'd be interested yeah, he, in hearing. He, yeah, he might know, but uh, that's another uh, guest that I think Nick Nick W, a donor of the Fakeologist site, he's another guy that's been setting me up with different uh, people to talk to. Jenna yeah. of the Giant Jenna and Brian show, she's also been doing the same. I, I actually appreciate it. It makes things a lot easier. Yeah, so they they're are. recommending because they they want to hear me talk about their topic. So Brian and Jenna are communitarian. Biochar. Biochar. Oh, yeah, biochar, right, yeah. So they love talking about communitarianism or hearing people talk of it about it. And um, I think Nick likes the topic too, so he's recommended Clint. So he starts the conversation in an email thread, and then we go back and forth. Because I wasn't quite ready, so I had to look up Clint and start listening to some of his stuff. So I have an idea. I remember him, but I just wanted to hear what he's doing now. Yeah. So that's how all this is coming about. Cindy Niles is through Jenna. She emailed her. And then, so Cindy emailed me back today. So it'll be interesting. It'll be, does she know anything about um, psychology? I don't know. I think she, I think anybody that's figuring out what's going on bumps into it, but not, may not recognize it right away. So I'll help explain that to her if she's interested. But uh, it is interesting. This whole thing is interesting. You have had people drop out, haven't you? You mean I contact people, they find out I'm the fakeologist, and they hang yeah. up on me? No, they say they say they're going to come, and then they, they they drop out. Yeah, as soon as they look at the website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is interesting. I and have, what happened to the I guy have a who, who's an author and his son who's an artist. We haven't heard from them for a while. 
John Manley, who wrote That's Much it. Ado About Corona. Yes. I'm still getting his emails. I'm on his email list. So he's still pounding, pumping out his book. Yeah. Did you read the book? No. No, not yet. It's on my list of things to do. It's on my list of things to do that likely never will get done. <laughs> I have to read Chester Brown's book. This is actually a graphic novel, which means there's pictures, a comic book, as it were. So I'm going to read that. That one I can handle. Yeah. So he's a very interesting fellow as well. I haven't heard the Chester Brown interview yet. I must do that. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a he he actually enjoys the show for what it's worth. And uh, he was sad that it wasn't on daily in December. Mm-hmm. So he missed the show, and then he's he's ex- an extremely interesting character as well, very controversial. And so ho- hopefully we are bringing him some value. After the break. I need dollar, 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 that's what I need. Well, I need dollar, 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 that's what I need. Would you like to support Fakeologist.com and all the content we're creating? We operate on the value for value principle, where you pay whatever you can for whatever value you feel you've received. We accept donations in almost every form, from PayPal to Bitcoin. Please go to fakeologist.com forward slash donate for your payment options. Thank you for your support. And we're back Sunday, February 13th, 2023. And Chester Brown, thank you for your donation of 100 big ones. Appreciate that. Help support the FacoTube uh, enterprise, Fakeologist enterprise. Is it an enterprise? Is this a voyage? Well, into the unknown? yeah, it is. It's hard to believe it's in its 11th year or so. Crazy. Crazy. We're still talking. This is episode 1222. Who would have thunk it? Still uh, still at it. Still Any of the alumni that want to come back? After all these years. Yeah. Any alumni want to come back? You're welcome. I, I'd love to have you. Joe Quar is the guy who I miss. He's just gone off the... Um, off the radar. I hope he's okay. Gone. Actually, I was going to have gone as well. Who? Delcroix's website beyond the you know, view from the bog. It's kind of there, oh, but dear, it's, not, yeah. it's not populated at all. Well, Breiser, who I think they were associates, Breiser still around, and he was going to come on the show with Jenna last week, but he was not well. He yeah. was unwell. Breiser was unwell. Yeah, Breiser was unwell, so. He'd be he an interesting be young, guy to talk to. Be a young man. I've, I've, I've done a couple of interviews with Briser. Oh, have you? Come, yeah, oh, about salt. About salt, and we talked about, um, you know, my view about the earth, you know, that no one, no one, everyone assumes the earth is flat and a few things like that. Okay. Model, well, I must have model, model. Them. Yeah. And uh, another guy called Graham something or other. We did a few with him as well. Okay. Yeah. He posts his stuff on Manny shit. I've been in the round on the circuit for a long time now, really. It's crazy, isn't it? What year did you come on? 2014, I think. 2013. Oh, probably probably 2012 with um, with uh, Ray West. Okay. So you were right there when I started in 2012. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. So you've been there since the start of this whole mess. 2012 was the the year of living dangerously. As the well, wasn't it the year the world was going to end? It was. I had so a little. I had a party. For, I had a party for that. The end of the world. I had an end of the world party. Well, and did you have 
the follow-up party when you found out the world didn't end? Well, maybe it did. We, I'm not quite sure that it didn't end then. Mm. You, the world as still... we knew it, maybe it ended. Well, that's the song, isn't it? It's the end of the world as we know it. Right, yeah. Well, it was an uneventful year because I think Obama just walked right back in in 2012. Yeah. Between 2012 and 2016, did anything really happen on his watch, Obama's watch? I can't think of anything right now, but he brought in the, he did the Sandy Hoax thing in December 2012, I think. Yeah. Oh, I, look, in Australia, there was just a, just a mitt full of legislation just passed, just being, you know, blowing up power stations and just generally massive destruction. It's just awful, really, what was going on here. The deindustrializing of yeah. Australia. And Canada. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're, we're virtual twins in the world. You know, I, I just, I just have this fantasy, right? Of imagining that in our case, they hadn't blown up our, they hadn't privatized our power business, then blown it up. We would just have free electricity, basically, practically free electricity. And, and any, any money that people paid would be, would be paying into the state government coffers that could be then used to fund all their stuff. You know, life would be so easy. But they just couldn't do that. They just couldn't allow that to happen. Yeah, it um, goes counter to the control mechanism where they have to control the, the the blood of the economy. We can't make blood unlimited. But but it just demonstrates it just demonstrates to you that it's no reason. It's not about money because every business flourishes when all business is flourishing. Yeah, you know the the, the bigger businesses, all the businesses, just with the cheap power. Not having any of this nonsense about greenhouse gas or any of this nonsense, it would it would just be amazing here in Australia anyway. Like just crazy good. The weather's been great. Plenty of rain. You know the um, the farms are all having tremendous good time. Iron ore and coal are being pumped out at record levels. Australia would just be the land of milk and honey, but they couldn't let that happen. It, it just, for some reason, just got up the nose of whoever it is that runs the place. Yeah, they just couldn't allow people to be prosperous and flourish because they could potentially challenge the power structure if they are wealthy, well-fed, healthy. But that seems that seems in complete contradiction, though, doesn't it? If they had just left things alone, everyone would be happy. They wouldn't. There'd be no bitching. No, no, it's it can't be for that reason. No, there's a subset of humans that that's. They can't be content unless they run or control everything. It's a very small subset. It's even smaller than our subset of people that are trying to figure out what they're doing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we're smart. We're, we're, we're smart, but they're a little smarter. Well, smart just means just just you hurt yourself. I don't want to be smart either. Yeah, it's just, and, you know, and, and imagine England that they're, they're really just having a ridiculously stupid time now. They've got, Gas, coal, massive coal reserves under England, gas to the wazoo, all the infrastructures there. Life could just be the sweetest thing in the United Kingdom. Yeah. And Canada, Canada, I imagine. Think natural ga- I, I think natural gas, which um, I spoke about, because you and I talk a lot about energy, of course, and Quebec, which is, I think, the largest hydroelectric grid in the world. They told, when it got really cold last week, they told everyone to turn down their thermostat because they were worried they wouldn't have enough power. I know. And, and, and compared to... And probably, yeah. probably as soon as they did that, the poor bloody generators nearly blew themselves up from not being able to get rid of the load. Yeah, maybe. 
But I just compared it to natural gas, where natural gas is far more efficient than electricity when it comes to heating. That's yeah. just a fact. It has way more BTUs. Yeah. It's, and, it's just, uh, uh, of course, when it, it was just as cold in Ontario. Well, it's a little colder in Quebec. It's a little farther north. But nobody told us to turn down our gas usage here because I was thinking, why? Because I guess gas is so much more efficient when it comes to heating. Such a better bang for your buck BTUs. And I think we have unlimited natural gas, just like unlimited oil, but I think natural gas is even more unlimited. So because of that fact, they just can't get the price up high enough to control it as well. So they really want to get rid of it because it just seems like it's an uncontrollable energy where they just can't get a handle on controlling the supply because it just keeps coming online, keeps the price down and they can't, they're not making money. I don't, I don't, I don't know if you can install a smart gas. Hmm? We've got, we've got smart gas meters. Oh no, we haven't. Yeah. I brought up the idea about smart gas meters. Now, as far as I know, the only, the only thing a smart electrical meter can do and people continually spread misinformation about them, I think the only thing they can do is measure. I can't believe you said that. Is, I, I oh yeah, I don't misinformation. I don't buy into the whole smart meter misinformation. My idea is a smart meter. All it does is it's able to measure electricity at a certain time. In other words, you can it can measure how much electricity you're using by the minute instead of just the total by the month. It can actively measure how much you're using by the minute. So if it's a busy or a peak time, they can charge you more. So they can, I think that's the only thing it can do differently. I don't even know if it's connected to the mobile internet. I don't think it even is that either, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure how it communicates with um, the grid or the operator of the grid. So you are you saying you're skeptical that, that's, that smart electricity meters can cause you to die from cancer? Right in front of I, Yes, I, I don't even, that doesn't even make any sense. Now hold on one sec and we'll continue this chat. Another break and you can gather your thoughts. Are we, are we talking about SEC again? So I just, um, while I've got the floor, I'll just make another reminder to people that the Geelong Country Music Festival is on at White Eagle House on the um, 24th, 25th and 26th of February. You can uh, look that up on the online and buy tickets it's going to be an amazing cultural event i'll be um singing my favorite uh willie nelson songs it should be a um you know because willie nelson's such a proud australian yeah so you know we have our own cultural identity here and willie nelson of course is a uh, honorary australian so yeah that's why we're singing willie nelson songs here in australia it'll be a bit a little bit of uh Local country stuff happening. Country music, very, 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 very popular here in Australia. I'm surprised we haven't got our own Grand Old Opry, really. Maybe we do, for all I know. But you'll have to move quick because tickets are selling out fairly quickly and there aren't many. So you always wonder about country music and what on earth was going on to trying to make people believe that there were gunfighters and things, I suppose. It's all the wild, wild west mystique. Another psychological operation, no doubt. Um, yeah. So Napoleon Wilson. Okay, I'm back. If it's a good time to call in Napoleon Wilson, we would love to hear. I would love to hear you explain to people what your 
key model is about how the world works. You do a lot of posting in the forums. Oh my god, yeah. I'm sure if we understood what your um Are you do you understand what he's saying? Well I I I get what he's saying about the how the Star Wars movies are, you know, a metaphor for everything that's going on yeah. in our in our world. But it'd be great for him to call in and talk through his models and where he's coming from in his own words rather than me trying to guess what he's doing. He could say, Okay, this is this is how I think the world works. I would love to hear that. Back in the day when he did his audio chats, did he explain it all in his audio chats? Because he was on the audio chats. If it if he did, I ha- it hasn't stuck in my head. <laughs> okay. And he's been much more prolific, really, since he just started focusing on the blogs and the comments, hasn't he? He's been amazing. He has. He was on the Telegram for a long time, but now he's on the blog with his buddy uh, Dave Jai. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't come on the Discord. But he's on the Gilded. Right. Seems to shy Dave, away from the you, you, uh, main, the Dave main or, show. You're talking about Dave or, or Napoleon? I was talking about um, Napoleon. Doesn't come on the Discord. Oh, Dave yeah. J, I think, was thrown off the Discord again for the fiftieth time. Oh, why? He was on the he was on the t- he was on the the chat with you and me the other week. Well, that's just what I was told. I think he's on Gilded. If anyone wants to know what we're talking about, fake11.com forward slash discord, fake11.com forward slash gilded. These are um, chat boards and audio boards, and that's how Frank and I are talking right now on the Discord. Um, Clearly, uh, we haven't posted too much to get any attention of the Discordian administration that likes to delete our server. We're happy uh, to use gilded, though, because they don't seem to be as busy or active or getting any attention the two apps are so similar i wouldn't be surprised if it's the same company but you don't know i wonder how these guys make their money you know what are they doing well discord is starting to sell digital upgrades to their platform if you want more of this and more of that mostly useless things in my mind yeah then you can pay non-fungible tokens i don't know what the heck exactly i think there are ways to enhance your discord experience I wonder if you pay if they'll delete your server if they don't like you. You, you. you think they're less principled than they claim to be? Oh, for sure. <laughs> the technology these guys use is nothing really that fancy, oh, I as far as I can tell. Amazing you tell we, me. We could, easy, we could I, easily I, use I just find the whole some other voice. After the break. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Now we're back. In black. So do you want to talk a little bit about the smart meter and what you know of it? I Look, I don't really know much about it. I, I don't think, you know, what. I think it's just another thing they're trying to do, just as you say, to, they're just setting up to just be a, 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 an effing nuisance in people's lives, aren't they? You can have only this amount of well, this. Well, it's just, yeah... As far as the smart meter goes, I, I, can we be honest for a second? These guys are just pests, aren't they? They're just, they're just a pack of people. They're wowsers. They, they don't like anyone enjoying themselves, having a good time. For some reason, oh, yeah. they just, they're basically just a bunch of spiteful, mingy, horrible nitwits. They're just awful, you know. And they, all they're interested in is making people miserable for no reason. Just, it's just there to just be 
who knows what it is? We don't, we don't even know. They're just so, you know, people like you and I can't comprehend why they're just a, such a pack of turds, really. Well, I think when you control other people, you have to be a bit of a an asshole, a bit of a psychopath, and it just fits their character. So yeah, it just, so, yeah, you know, being controlling other we, people is a nasty business because people don't want to be controlled. Oh, I, I'm not even sure they don't want to be controlled. What what I'm trying to get at is they are. There's just no reason. There is no there is no shortage of anything. There is no danger to anyone from anything apart from the wrath of God. There's, there is nothing at all that wouldn't be amazing if these guys just got out of the way and let us live our lives. Yes. You know, there's not a single problem. There, there isn't actually a single problem in this world apart from people deliberately causing trouble. That is true. That's how they make money. you got to make waves to make money. Hey, did you watch Roger Waters? Do you like Roger Waters? I, I Pink Floyd? No. I'm not saying I don't like him, but I haven't watched him. Oh, okay. Well, he did um, an address. He did an address to the United Nations and on the telescreen. When I see yeah. his face, his big ugly face, and his British accent, I always think of um, Big Brother on the telescreen because he's not really pretty to look at, and he speaks with authority, and he has a great microphone, and he did a he did a talk, he did a speech, so-called speech to represent the uh, the hoi polloi, give them a voice in front of the United Nations. It was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And what did he say? He does it from his... He was just saying he doesn't want war and he wants to give a voice to the voiceless that are always caught in the middle and always end up getting the short end of the stick and getting deleted by the elite. And he was trying to make a can't make a make an argument against the war, ending the war, I think that the No Agenda show, which I listened to, I have to send them a donation, note to self. They predict that the Ukraine fake war is going to be ending any time now, after one year. Maybe they'll just cap it off at one year. And um, I think Roger Waters was just, I think he's part of the Matrix, so he's just bringing the case that they should end the war and there should be no more wars. And justice to the Palestinians, that seems to be one of his causes. And that was basically the thrust of his speech. So I, I think it's part of an orchestrated campaign to shut down that part of the um, the COVID operation. Now, the COVID, the, the, the war, the war hoax story, I think is very important because it's what precipitated the sanctions against Russia. And the only real thing that they were sanctioning against is is energy, natural gas. Because hmm. they the wanted only... to get that. Per... That was the only real goal, I think, to shut so, Russia let... down. So that gave me... Yeah. But let's talk about that. So they're saying they're punishing Russia by shutting off shutting off uh, natural gas to Germany. And right. and all, the, all that happened was the Russians sold the gas to ch- Chinese at higher prices that they hadn't contracted, spot prices. It That's is right. That's right. because, of course, that's... The people that own the that actually own China and Russia, and also that own Russia, yeah. they get more. They get more money, so they obviously don't want to sell it to to Germany. By the way, the my fellow, the Dr. John Campbell, and that thing that I posted, he's saying that the the that the excess death rate in Germany is up forty percent. So I think what it really is saying is he's saying that the death rate in Germany 
is up 40%. 40%. Are they actually getting – but you said there are no real figures for the any figures, country except Victoria. The fi- death no, figures. There are some figures out of Germany, and they're okay, but they're not as up-to-date as Victoria. Victorians' numbers are up-to-date as of 10 days ago, 12 days ago. Easily the most. They're wiping Germans off the map again. Well, and I'll I'll guarantee it's mostly Caucasians. I guarantee it's mostly Lutherans. Lutherans, me too, yeah. What do they hate about Lutherans? Are they just such a wonderful, productive group? Well, they're the ones that led the that broke away from the Roman Catholic Church. Right. Are you saying Why that? Why the are there so still? many podcasts from Jordan saying we can't blame the Jew? Are you saying that the Vatican really has a great deal of power and influence? SMOM, Sovereign Military Order of Malta, Society of Jesus, etc. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that out loud. Of course, you know, I'd I'd, I'd be more inclined to say. Um, some people say that. Wow, it's it's pretty full on, isn't it? it? Really, if that number, you can't even imagine it. Forty percent increase in the registered deaths in Germany. Crazy. That's completely. That amazing. is crazy. And not discussed. Not on any. We as we talked about the other day. No. Not discussed. No, I think it's a great it's a great topic. And we were talking also about you can't get Canadian death numbers. The provinces I, are in charge uh, of Dr. vital Dr. statistics. Jen. John Campbell confirmed that, by the way. So that in means that, that all the members Canada, of the British Canada, Empire Canada. have been told not to re- not to report. Looks like it. Canada's only got figures up to August 22. Like it's crazy what's going on in Canada. August of what? What year? 22. So you know you're you're a long way out. England's even longer out though. They're they're May 22. But I can't find the actual totals after 2020. So where well, are you, you finding 2022? If you look at John Campbell's thing, he will tell you how to do that. But even there, Ab, as we talked about, they keep talking, all the graphs are about excess deaths. Getting totals is really what we're, what the stuff I just I mean. want the total. It's, it's gotta yeah, be the easiest number in the world to compile. What, how many people died in Ontario in January 2023? And so, where I live. It's not about how easy it is to compile. They're trying to work out how to, Obfuscate, aren't they? I mean, that's fairly obvious. I would yeah. have thought. Give me. We just want the talk. Don't. I don't want a graph. I'll make my own graph, like you did. Just give yeah. me the numbers. It can't be hard. Just, so everyone in the British Empire has been ordered not to release the numbers, except for Victoria, which is super interesting. What about the United States? Because again, death. I Tricky. think vital statistics are by county in the United States. Yeah. I, they this, don't um, have a centralized way, centralized place. Yeah. So there is some numbers out of Canada. John Campbell put, has found a source. But again, I'll, I'll reiterate, it's still Victoria that's got. It's it's really Victoria that's keeping alive. That well, you know, we people argue whether it's the, the numbers are real or not. But um, and this is an organized conspiracy because Statistics Canada. Somebody tweeted to me. Yeah. The head of Statistics Canada resigned in 2016, the full seven years ago, because they were rolling Statistics Canada into another governmental agency for centralization purposes. What? In order, their excuses to save money. So they ceased to, ceased independence at that point. And he said, I can't watch this happen. I'm resigning in protest. Yeah. So their independence was sacrificed when they were rolled into another agency. Yeah. Wow. 
and no one cared. Well, nobody even knew the significance of it. Well, well, again, you see, when we're talking about things like that, that's where I have said to you, I'm sure I've said this to mm-hmm. you, that the reason that they got rid of the solar sunbed, you know, the sunbed machinery that was around everywhere? Yeah. Was because... I don't know what that... Vitamin D is, if you have more than 40 units of vitamin D, you've got practically no chance of getting sick from from this thing, whatever it is, no chance. You don't get you don't get sick from something. You get sick from lack of something, usually, as in nutrition. Well, well, it must be lack of vitamin D then, because if you have more than forty units of vitamin D in your blood, however they measure it, forty millimoles or whatever it is, there is yeah. no there is no person that got crook from anything when their vitamin D levels were at those at the levels I just talked about. 40 or more, just none. So there are two sources for that data. There's Dr. John Campbell, who goes on about it, but Ivor Cummings from um, the Fat Emperor has also has been demonstrating that for a long time. But it's very interesting to me. It demonstrates how long in advance this had been planned because every country all over the world all decided to get rid of sunbeds at the same time, the whole world. Yeah, I'm not. Are, are you are you convinced that sunbeds actually can simulate the sun? Yeah, one hundred percent. It's not about simulating so you're the sun. Con- it's about producing. No, but yeah. If, if, if you have the right they, ultraviolet, uh, if you have the right ultraviolet spectrum on your white skin, you will produce vitamin D. Okay. It's just as simple as that. It's not a you know, it, it, and is easily the most effective way to get it after the sun. The sun is the most effective, and then right. after that, and then after that comes generating it from That's artificial. Light. I, I always okay. All right, one moment. We'll get back to this thought in a sec. In a second. And um, in, in this particular case, I'm obviously taking Rick's role as a conspiracy theorist. I um, I hope Rick understands that um, in his absence, I've had to fill in a pretty big void here. I'm suffering a lot. The show obviously hasn't got any punch at all without uh, without you, Rick. I'm not trying to make you feel guilty, nor am I, uh, you know, suggesting um, that things may be a lot better if you turned up. But I think some things are fairly obvious and don't need stating. So, Rick, if you're listening, you know, if you if you think just watching us die here, suffering, you know, clearly is something. It, it's it's it must be painful to you to hear what's going on. All I can suggest is it's time for you to call in. It's time for you to just do that little thing that needs to happen to add a bit of je ne sais quoi that makes a riveting, riveting fakeologist audio. It just, you know, some thoughts, a little way of pushing. We're also looking for caller innerers. I've, um, I'm enjoying my bottle of wine. Um, yes, I've settled in for a bit of a long, long evening chat. If anyone wants to talk about any topics, you know, we you know, we promise to have um, censorship, which is um, has got some quality that sets us apart from the other censorship. Um, yeah, you know. So, a, are you recommending Dr. John Campbell? Do we have a link to that? Uh, I, I've latest? Covered, I, I don't really watch him, but I think I'm going to have to start watching him now that you are. So I have something. To, so well, I have some, something in common on I'm that just, topic I'm with just, you. I'm interested in this guy because of the way. He has gone from a, you know, a, um, yeah, go and get your jab. It's all about the science, yada, 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 to like, he's now becoming a, 
He's really he's full on anti-vax. He's not anti-vax, but he is. He is saying, "What's going on? You know, the deaths. Are, you know, he has he has worked out that there's a correlation between the increased death rate and the jabbing. I think. You know, he's he's doing no. everything but saying it, uh, but he's getting quite irate about it. It's really, it's been really oh, interesting good. to watch his um, to watch what's happening. Just transformation. Just he's such a normie. You know, it's it's been a real. Like, next thing you know, he's going to be a flat earther. It's just that stark watching it happen. How long have you been watching him? Oh, pretty much from the start of the, you know, because I, I'm happy to watch people with, from the straight side just to try and work out where they're coming from. Yeah, me too. I, I, I think it's fine. Um, we, we have to know what the masses that are driving this whole hysteria are thinking at all times. Yeah. They're very dangerous. The masses, very dangerous to us. And our long-term health and survival. You need to put on Democracy, the full of God. Ruled by the majority them. is dangerous. Oh yeah, yeah. When mob law be- when mob law ends, tyranny begins. I think was what Lord Acton said. Yeah, uh, Clint Richardson has some great posts on his blog, realityblogger.wordpress.com, and even even he has quotes from all the world leaders, and they all realize, like Winston Churchill said. If we listen to the average man and his opinions on things, we'd be doomed. Something to that effect. <laughs> we interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi, this is a higher servant from Vilnius, Lithuania, and you're listening to Fakeologist Radio in fakeologist.com. Right. <laughs> and I really think that's how the elites look at the uh, the masses. They they they're not fit to govern. That's how they look at us. So, and they might be right. No, no. The reason that happens is because they feed people full of stuff, don't they? I mean, if you take over a whole bunch of people and put them in an indoctrination yard and fill them with just things that are not true, of course they're going to be addled, aren't they? You know, it's it's they're only right because they've created the addled minds themselves. It's it's That's a true. distortion. When you say they might be right, it's a distortion of the truth. What what you've done, what they have, what has happened is that I have wasted years of of my life. You know, I I, I probably was at university or, or education one way or another until I was forty two or forty five or something, getting MBAs and you know all this stuff. And in the end, it's all nonsense. There's not a single aspect of my edu- my so called education that is true. It's all nonsense. There is no redeeming quality for modern what goes on in in the um, laughingly called the education system. So you're rebuking the modern education system. I think that's an understatement, Ab. It is nonsense from start to finish. There's just no... uh, Tell me, give me something that, uh, that, 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 that you think is useful about modern education. They get to meet people. And but by the time you Social meet them, scene. you know they're they're a mess, aren't they? They they're people that are not going to be of any, you know, they're just going to lead you down to go and get jabbed or something. These people that you meet, if you want to fit in with them and and have that, so what do you call it? The social acceptance. I can't remember the theory. You, you had a name. Social the proof. Social proof. You know the, yeah. the proofs. That I think Mark has taught me that one. But you know, it, it's just in the end, it's a. Um, it's it's mean, really, just to to bring people in, make them believe you live on a spinning ball, and just lie about everything. It's yeah. terrible. 
And tell them to, so many lies. And tell them, to, you know, the diets that they're getting people to have, and they're just getting fat and horrible and miserable, just for no reason. It's just yeah. Who was no who was saying? Um, I listen to so many people. I think people are just poisoned. Poisoned. I don't think I don't think they're fat because of lack. Well, they probably don't exercise much either, but no, no, they no, don't they, eat they, right. They, I think I think their food is poisoned. Poison. You know, you cannot have seed oils and and wheat, modern wheat and sugar, and, and do, you know, it's just not okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm hardly a health freak, but you know, the difference between me and most people of 65 years of age is astonishing. It just, I can't believe it. You know, I, I go sailing with a bunch of guys. You know, some of them are 80, and they're all and they're having active lives. But the number of 80 year olds crazy. Huh? That's crazy, crazy age to be wind uh, windsurfing. That's great. You should, you, should, you should see these guys. They are great. They, they are great. They're really good, really very, very, very accomplished athletes. 83, I think, Claude is. And Arthur is um, 79. He's going to turn 80. You, you, just, you just don't see that very often anymore. What are they doing differently than the average 80-year-old in your estimation? Uh or diet, um, they think about what's going on. They just don't do that. You know, they're, they're basically people that don't do what everybody else does. Are they fakeologists in any way? Not that I can tell. They just swim yeah. a little upstream. Well, I, I, well, I would say more in retrospect, when I'm thinking about it now, I think it's because they grew up in a time when people were advised about diet properly. You know, they definitely grew up in a time when having a lot of salt in your food was just normal, for example. And... They had um, fresh vegetables, when, fresh meat. What year know. did they turn on salt? Was yeah. it the 70s? must have been the 70s. It started in the 70s, but it really hit full swing mid-80s, really. Okay. And, and it, it hasn't reversed course since. And it, oh, what? No, it's, it hasn't. And uh, in fact, the USA is about to lower it again. They're really going to, really going to harm people. But the introduction of the um, food pyramid, I think, was been the most lethal thing. Have you you've seen the food pyramid which starts off with seven or eight slices of bread a day and all this right. fruit just stuff you know where you end up with very little meat it's been catastrophic for the health, for the overall public in the USA just catastrophic yeah, some people say it's it's inverted it should be the opposite yeah of course it definitely should be and and since they brought in those dietary guidelines obesity has just gone off the scale in those in those countries. Well, anyone that follows that basically is, is going to be fat. Not just fat, but incapable. It's just, you know, it is mean, isn't it? All of this stuff where you talk about if we allowed the people to run the show, they'd make a mess. Because they've got, they're all totally deluded about what's going on. For no reason that we can think of. Well, we thought about it. It's just for control. Yeah. And why do they want, whoever wants that control, why do they want it? I don't get it. There's no scarcity. Well, There's I no, think they were, But they're not going to be yeah. harmed. You know, if I'm successful, how are they harmed? Well, it's the whole earth worship. They just think that uh, an excess of humans is going to wreck the planet. Everything will. They don't. They don't trust the guys, the guys that are running the, show, the guys that are running the show obviously don't think that, do they? I mean, right. They obviously. I mean, Al Gore's the most energy hungry man on the planet. He he's. You know, flies around with jets and has several houses and keeps the lights on. I think his electricity bill 
for one house was reported to be over $60,000 a year for one of his houses. Yeah, well, we, yeah. Well, we don't know that for sure, but yeah, it's, that's the story for sure. So they, they obviously yeah. don't believe any of this stuff either. You know, they all buy their houses there on the, on the waterfront. So they obviously don't think they're going to get drowned. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, it's not about that, is it? It's just for some reason the idea that someone else can have, you know, happy, happy, healthy life is just, they just don't want that. They want to keep anyone from rising up and threatening the power structure. That's what I would do. They want to hobble everybody so they can't challenge them. But no one's, no one is challenging them anyway. There's no one challenging them. Not now because they're well contained. But they're never, they're well contained. You know, when, when everything's going well, people, no one's challenging anything. If they really were, if they really didn't want to have any trouble, then all they have to do is just let things be and people will just say, oh, okay, it's, everything's okay. Cool. Well, they don't think that's true. I think they're afraid of uh, Africa as well because Africa is one of the youngest areas in the world and they're afraid if they get a certain amount of power and technology, then they can, again, threaten the power structure. Maybe. As I said, I just don't see it that way. There's no, you know, when everything's going well for people, who who wants to balk the system? No, I just just don't think the motivations are understood. I think it's just a pure hatred thing. Well, it could, could be a lot of that, Joe. Yeah. All right. Well, that's. Uh, I better stop uh, my prognostications. We haven't been able to induce anyone to call in, which is a shame. Well, that's okay. That's all right. That's all right. And I'll be talking later on, or the next FAK will be with Simon and Steve if they show up. And we have Mr. E tomorrow. We have uh, probably Uncle V on Tuesday. He wants to talk about Epic Cash. We have. Um, well, you're on Thursday, and we have a Canadian I've induced to talk, CanadianLiberty.com. You might want to look that up, Can- CanadianLiberty.com. Okay. He's a Canadian, so I found a Canadian who's talking about Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, SDGs. He seems to be aware of that, so that's what I've been thinking about and looking into for the last week or two or three. So I thought I stumbled on his website as you stumble around looking on the Internet for things you like. And he came up, and he's going to come on. I've never talked to him before. I'm probably going to talk to him cold turkey on you know, Wednesday. You know who you should get on is, is that, was it called John Macau? Oh, Henry Macau, yeah. Henry Macau. Oh, that's a full name, isn't it? Yeah, I haven't heard too many interviews with him. I know Marcus talked to him because I remember the main thing he talked about was one of the things was apparently Henry's family or Henry invented a board game that made him some money. I forget what it was called. Right. But, yeah, he is definitely, he's supposed to be a Jew, and he's against everything Jewish and, and Masonic as well. Yeah, I think he does a good job. I, well, I, I certainly think he does a good job on that stuff. Yeah, I've been on his site. I, that's one site on my list. Yep, I have that in my feeds. Do you use feeds, by the way? No, really, no. Oh, and, the right other guy, and the other guy you need is Jeff Rents. I don't really follow his work. I don't think he does any work. Do you listen to him? No, I just think he's a fraud. But I just think it would be great to get him on. I wouldn't know what to ask him. We're just asking what he's... Because well, I don't how does, stuff. How, how does he think the world works? Okay. So, okay. I like to know a little bit about who I'm talking to, though. That's the problem. 
Uh, okay. What I find is that is that there's a lot of people just constantly bringing up the problem, and I um, you know, and I think there are solutions. I think there are ways to deal with things that work, not just prayer, but actually, you know, writing letters and the focus on the constitution and that stuff does work. You know, you you can get out of car parking fines and speeding fines, people making you get the jab, supposedly. Like, you know, like my company was threatened with a $50,000 fine. None of that happened. Is that for the, what was that for? Everyone in Victoria was supposed to get jabbed if they worked. All right. Yeah, the companies really pushed the uh, whole thing because they didn't want to get quote-unquote fined. Yeah. yeah, and all of it was just not – I mean, even the closing their doors, they they couldn't do it. Stopping people crossing the borders, it's completely unconstitutional because you can't stop anyone getting across to the to, to visit their parliamentarians. You know, that's in their constitution, that anyone can travel to the, to the seat of parliament. Right. Are you talking about going across state borders? State borders and also in, in, you know, even in Victoria, I think the thing applies. You can't be restricted from going to, to the Victorian Parliament, for example. Okay. And I'm sure the same would be true in, in, um, in Canada. You know, all of these things that were done, if, if people understood their constitution and what was going on, had no application. The real problem is that people believed it was real. And contagion is real. That's what they believe. And that's that they believe in demonology. Well, that's called science. We're brought up in school, in school to what are we brought up to? You know, what what child now under the age of twenty doesn't doesn't think that there's global warming, even though we've had the coldest summer ever, and apparently it's the third warmest ever according to the numbers. It's mad. We've we've even had snow on the Alps here in the middle of summer, and they're still going to say. It's the second, third, or fourth warmest summer ever. Yeah. Because of the way they adjust figures. Yeah. Apparently, the one, of the one of the weather stations in Sydney has, has a reflecting mirror placed on it, placed near it, to direct sunlight directly on it. <laughs> That'll heat things up. You know, it's it's unbridled. Lying. Unbridled. There's, they're not, there's no shame being expressed anymore. It's mad. It's a mad world, Frank. Yeah, well... Well, thanks for fixing the Be Told show into the uh, Be Frank show. <laughs> I like that. Hopefully Rick will be back next week. Yeah, well, obviously he'll, he'll realize that there is no competition going on, is there? Those, he's well, not for his depth of knowledge, no. No, he's entertaining but if, banter. But if you want Rick back, tell him to come back. Rick at fakeologist.com. If you like Frank, frank at fakeologist.com. I'm I'm at fakeologist.com. I'm a fakeologist. Get it? I'm a fakeologist. Get it? Got it? Good. Good night. Good night. Hi, I'm Chad from Northern California. Hi, this is Errol C. Naeem. Rick from Fort Macquarie. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. That's all, folks. (laughs) 